Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's first Thursday Travel to Larry show. We love to Larry. Tulare County is up in California, Sequoia country. And so we're talking about those giant big Sequoia trees. You've seen them on the news. Uh, Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, giant Sequoia National Monuments, Sequoia National Forest. And then you've got all these really awesome communities you're going to want to visit when you go see these giant trees. Um, We've got agricultural communities, art communities, uh, really cool historic downtowns, and lots to do in fall is an awesome time of year to visit. Nancy and I have done it. Um, and really, it's it's not as crowded as in the summer because everybody goes up to the parks and forest um, at that time. But it's a really neat place. I, I, we like to go. The weather is nice. Uh, harvest is coming in. So you've got a lot of produce and everybody's ready for festivals. And um, so a lot going on. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we've got some special guests joining us. We've got Donette Silva Carter. She is the CEO and president of Tulare Chamber of Commerce. She's in cattle country. So welcome back, Donette. How are you? I am doing great, Lisa. It's always a good day when we have the opportunity to chat with you um, from Tulare, located in Tulare County, world's largest dairy production region. She's got ice cream is what she means. And she's got (laughs) cheese, she's got milk. She's got it all over there. And uh, awesome downtown. So everyone, tularychamber.org is the website. But this is the main website to connect to for the entire region and all the different communities and parks and forests. Go to discover the sequoias dot com and we've got Denise Alonzo back she is from Sequoia National Forest and Giant Sequoia National Monument and so she's going to be able to tell us what we can experience in the forest during the fall season and you've got a nice background there I'm ready to go swimming in that pool it doesn't feel like like summer I mean like fall right now where we are today so I'm like I'm ready to come over yeah we're looking forward to fall here when the weather cools down a little bit it's been a hot summer this year and Hopefully, uh, fall will bring lots of cool weather and lots of rain. Ah, we like that. Cool weather, rain, and you do get fall colors, as I recall. A little bit of a change. The aspens of the quaking aspen are quite beautiful in the fall. Ah, so everyone, uh, the website, fs.usda.gov forward slash sequoia. Is that the right website for you, Denise? That's correct. Just type in Sequoia National Forest, it'll pop up. Uh, Now we're going to go to Exeter, and Exeter knows how to throw a very cool 
fall party. Uh, they have a big festival that's been going, as I recall, over 100 years. They've got the Scarecrow Festival that happens throughout uh, the entire month of October. So if you want to feel like fall, if you want to like chase ravens and crows off your property, go get a Scarecrow in Exeter. Welcome back, Tina. How are you? Doing well. Thanks so much for having me today. Hey, everyone. Tina Rice is from the Exeter Chamber of Commerce. She runs that and uh, she's in the historic depot, right? You're next to the trains that come by. Yes. And you've yes, got a big, I am. Safe, a big safe in your office. We a do. Giant. It takes up a big portion of our conference room and um, it's it's beautiful, huge, steel, heavy door. Uh, and we're right here by the, the train tracks, which is is pretty cool. I love it. So you could actually over Halloween put a scarecrow in that safe. Like I'm just thinking. I Bank could a scarecrow. I could. No one else would see it but us, but I could. I, I know. <laughs> this would be fun. You know, don't don't ever let Nancy see me around there because she'll just lock me in. But everyone for Exeter, go to exeterchamber.com. So let's let's start with the the parks and forests and then and really talk about the communities, Denise. This, you know, fall, isn't this also a good time for people bird watching and and even to see the bears? Fall was, I think that is when we've seen the most bears, Nancy and I, just out there. I think they're trying to fatten themselves up for the winter months. Okay, so that's, just, they're out getting grubs and digging in those, those, what we think are dead trees are actually just like refrigerators. Yeah, well, they're a feeding frenzy. They're eating the berries and anything that they can get there within their reach so that they can fatten themselves up and to go into hibernation for the winter months. And uh, we have lots and lots of opportunity in the fall. It's a great time to come see us because there's not as many people around. So you can, you know, parking is more available and both in, in the forest and in the neighboring national parks. Uh, fall is a great time to visit the, the mountains and you can see lots and lots of uh, fall colors. And like I mentioned earlier, the quaking aspens are changing color as well as the other trees are starting to lose some of their leaves and uh, the pine trees are all in, you know, the green is lovely this time of the year and it's just a great time to visit. And also a good time for bird watching because isn't the migration still going on? I, I believe that year round is a good time to come see the birds, especially the golden eagles and bald eagles. I've seen quite a few of those recently. Everything's trying to struggle right now to find resources, uh, food resources uh, before winter comes. And our water supply is down this year. It's We're still experiencing a drought. So um, anything near a water source is where you'll see a lot of birds and a lot of wildlife. Awesome. That's some good tips for everybody going out there for wildlife watching and bird watching. So let's let's go inland. We're going to go back to when I say cattle country, I wish it'd go dairy land. <laughs> go to Tillary for dairy. I love that it rhymes too. Uh, so Donette, you know, what what's going on in Tillary for fall? Do you have any festivals? Are you having a milk festival? 
We have a lot of activity coming up, Lisa. We There's just so much that happens in this whole region in fall. So it's a great place uh, to come and visit for anyone who's coming out. I mean, I don't know about most folks, but me, when I go into communities, I look for these kinds of local-based community activities. I love to go to events. I am a festival junkie, craft shows, you know, whatever. She I love to, to shop. It, well, shopping too. It comes with shopping, yes. So um, anyway, we have shopping too. Of course, we have an outlet center located here, which is a great hub of activity in our community, it has a huge luxury theater um, and also some wonderful eateries uh, nearby and throughout the community of Tulare. But for um, our events coming up, of course, the biggest thing coming here is our Tulare County Fair. We have the fairgrounds located here in downtown Tularia, just a couple miles from my office. And so that kicks off on September the 14th and runs to the 18th. It's a huge event. Uh, we have one of the largest livestock auctions around that you will find a lot of kiddos that are showing their livestock projects. We have some wonderful entertainment that's coming in and just a real mix of kind of activities. And they're introducing something new. And yes, Lisa, this speaks to Donnet. It is a maker's market. So they have teamed with a company called Rusty Roots and they do a lot of vendor shows. So we're actually gonna have a vendor show during the fair. And so they'll have all kinds of Valley made products. So people, you know, yes, all kinds of things. So I'm looking forward to that. It's a whole new element taking over one of the buildings. I love that our fair manager, she's always changing things up and um, making it different for us. So there's also going to be a parade with that event and just a lot of activities, of course, huge amusements, a lot of new um, amusement rides that are being introduced this year. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And we also have a crow fest. You were talking about running the crows off. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think I need to... Um, go over to Exeter and look at how I can get some scarecrows to put in my, around the building. Um, but we do have a crow fest event that's coming up. And you know, that's one of those things where, well, yeah, they are annoying and that kind of thing, but you I know, love them. fun of everything <laughs> and have a good time. And that's going to be centered in Tower Square here in the downtown area. So They'll have music, festival booths, food booths, and uh, we'll be celebrating the crows. So that's um, happening on September 10th. And then other, you know, different kinds of nonprofit events that people like to go to. You know, we have our crush party, which is a wonderful wine food tasting event. Also Ooh. spirits, signature events. That's a new thing. Or excuse me, signature cocktails, I should say. And some brews. So that's happening at College of the Sequoias. Um, See, now I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, come back. Hop that point <laughs> and come visit us for that. And then we have a wine walk that takes place that week too um, in the outlets. So shopping and wine, good combination. That's dangerous. <laughs> um, yeah. And then another wine walk in downtown happening first week of November. So just a lot of activity in and around the community. I'm sure there are other things that I'm missing because there's so much that's happening. We want to mention too, I know that Dinuba wasn't able to join us today, but yeah. they have a season festival happening uh, September 22nd to the 25th. Another fun festival amusements kind of event. They have a lot of activity going on and you know, truly, that's one of the things I love about our region. You can go to just about any community. You're going to find a lot of activity. They're going to be doing 
Pioneer Days and the Rib Cook-Off in um, Porterville. That's coming up soon too. So all of our communities always have something to offer. It is awesome. And, you know, going over to you, Tina, over in Exeter, um, you've got your fall festival. Like I was saying, this is over 100 years at this event. And that's something about when you go to Tulare County, you know, everything's modern, but then you've managed to hold on to your history and sense of place in this in this entire region and natural beauty because of the forests and the parks being protected. So it's really it's just when you want to go to a place that has a sense of place and integrity and authenticity of an experience, Tulare County has it. And I think these events, these festivals show off the culture. And I mean, this festival being over a hundred years, that's really show. And like the Raisin Festival, that is something that really showcased Dainubu was like the raisin capital at one point, you know? So everybody's, you guys, what, 200 crops are grown? 200, 300 in Tulare? How many crops? A lot of crops. Yeah. <laughs> a number it might be more than that. I'm pretty sure it is. And then we also have, I think it's 93 crops that are exported out. So okay. um, a lot of specific crops. So we have a lot of, you know, nuts, dairy, um, grapes, citrus, and I could go on and on. I have to look at the crop report that just came out to look at <laughs> the crop report. I like this. Yeah, there is. There's a great crop report and it talks about all of the crops that we have in our area. Um, dairy production is the high, the largest um, production wow. crop. And um, yeah, it's, you know, we run us and our neighbors to the north and the south, those counties, we always run one, two and three in the world as far as ag production. So if you wow. want some experience an area that's definitely deeply rooted in agriculture, you're going to find that in Central California mm -hmm. um, and here, of course, in our Tillery County and Sequoia region. So um, and people love to do that. We have people stop by the office and say, I saw this orchard. What were they growing there? <laughs> we're like, give us pictures. We'll see if we can figure. Yeah, persimmons, persimmon season comes up, right? You know, that's a that's a huge thing for your area. And Tina, for Exeter, I know that... Um, Grapes were a really huge thing, and, and citrus is, is the main thing for Exeter, right? Correct. Uh, citrus, grapes, this is the, we're, we're in grape season right now, and um, as you mentioned earlier um, about our fall festival, it has, um, it's taken, um, it's evolved throughout the years, but there was a time where it was called the Exeter Emperor Grapes Festival. So, you know, celebrating um, what our area has to offer. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, and I think it changed. Didn't the Emperor Grapes change names or so, something changed with the with the grapes? And, and that's what happens in agriculture. Everything evolves and changes. But so how many years are we on this festival now? It began in 1913 as wow. a chrysanthemum flower show. Wow. And then, like I, I mentioned, around 1931, it became the Exeter Emperor Great Festival. And, uh, you know, again, it's evolved throughout the years, but I'm and really it's excited. It, that's a smart yeah. name because you guys just keep harvesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited because we're, we're you, know, you mentioned the history and we're, we're tying back into our history um, this year, especially with our scarecrow contest. So one of the requirements this year 
is that all of the scarecrows have to use chrysanthemums in some way uh, oh, cool. as part of their display. And then um, people will get bonus points if they tie back some sort of historical element of fall festival into their scarecrow display. Oh, that's cool. And so what are the dates for the scarecrow? Isn't that all October, the whole month? Okay, so scarecrows will be on display beginning October 1st through October 31st. Then October 5th is kind of the opening day of our fall festival week. We have a family fun night here in downtown Exeter. We will have, get, stores will be open. There will be games and activities provided by businesses and parks and rec. At 5.30 p.m., there will be music from our Exeter Union High School Jazz Band and a performance by a local dance group, Exeter City Dance. And while they're performing, we're going to have a scarecrow dress-up contest. So we're inviting people to dress up as a scarecrow and cool. and we'll have that judging going on while the performances are taking place and then at 6 p.m we open up mixture park for this scarecrow decorating contest so there's a lot to kick off fall festival that day that sounds like fun and then you have the festival and food you guys it's the thing you never go hungry and denise i, I want to go to you like for families because these are all really great family activities and events and the whole region has museums and there's something definitely this is a family destination but for families coming up can you still go camping in the fall or could you get a little snowfall i mean that could happen right it's definitely possible uh come about mid-november is when we really start to get some snowfall um, but we do have occasional showers uh, in the it, rain and snow in the mountains at any time in the year. But campgrounds are open usually until mid-November. Uh, and we have some that are open year round. And then there's always dispersed camping anywhere in the national forest, which is permitted year round. Uh, it's basically free camping, overnight camping. You can set up your tent anywhere you wanna go. Uh, unless it's posted that you can't camp there. Some, some areas are so overused that we don't allow camping because it's just, it's too difficult for the, it's too hard on the land. So there are some spots that we don't allow overnight camping, but a lot of the forest is open to free overnight camping. It's pack it in, pack it out. So everything you need to bring, you wanna bring in, you need to pack out with you and take it home. Uh, you know, your trash, your human waste, everything. But we do offer a lot of camping, campgrounds, developed campgrounds, as well as dispersed areas uh, are open and available year round. Nice, nice. And, and you know, um, we're never too old for a s'mores, right? <laughs> darn sure. However, you need to make sure you're in a developed campground above 5,000 foot elevation right now to have a campfire because we're, because right. of the fire severity, we're not allowing campfires just anywhere. Uh, we certainly don't want to have a chance of uh, escape campfire. 
right? That's a good point for everyone to to know. But you can get marshmallows and chocolate. Look, you you, you don't have to have a fire to eat them. Let me just tell you, <laughs> there's just the thing about opening the whole bag. <laughs> just right now, I think you could probably leave it on the dash of your car in the valley floor for the next week, and you'll end up with a s'more. <laughs> I know, right? That's exactly it. It's exactly it. You know, I, I think that there's just so much to do. There's also Visalia, the community of three rivers as well on the way into the park. Um, I wanted to touch on this. Am I correct that the Eagle Mountain Casino has now officially moved, it? So they um, are in the process of finishing off their brand new casino building and they anticipate a grand opening about December of this year. Wow. And it is a fabulous new facility. Uh, they have really worked in the elements of design um, for that you're going to find within the region. So you're actually, when you go to this place, it's almost like you expect it to be up in the mountains, you know, which is where they have the original one because of the lodge like design that they have done oh, for the. Cool. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. They're going to uh, bring their uh, River Steakhouse restaurant down into that facility. They're putting in a coffee place there as well as some other uh, restaurant amenities. And we'll put in an event center. And then eventually they are going to have a hotel and convention center. Uh, so we are very excited. Uh, all um, They are members of multiple chambers of ours. So we'll all be gathering together for that big grand opening or ribbon. I want to come party. <laughs> yeah, December is when we're anticipating doing that. And uh, just a great and great people too. that the Tule River tribe um, in putting forth a casino originally, it's been gosh, so many years now, they just had, I think it was the 26th year. Um, anyway, in doing that, they really did that as an opportunity to utilize the funds that were earned um, to reinvest in the tribe, in the children, the future generations, the elders, that type of thing. So they have a lot of community programs that they offer. So, and just great people to get to work with. And the casino's fun. We were up there uh, recently for an event that the Porterville Chamber hosted their mixer. And it was just a lot of fun um, to go up. It's in a, it's in a beautiful scenic area. Um, and then when they move down to the ground floor, it's um, still out in the country. It's a nice uh, venue and it's going to look awesome. So thank you for bringing that up, Lisa. Yeah, uh, I get their emails ever since we were there and we won money. Yes. And we had a fabulous meal and, and they're like, no, you've got to go try. And we're like, OK, and we won money. And Nancy's like, quick, let's run. Don't tell them. Yeah. <laughs> We took their money, you know? but we had a, an amazing time and they're just really awesome people. And, you know, cause you go to casinos and, you know, some of them can be all cold and just, you know, lati da, but they're so friendly and like you're saying, very community <laughs> invested. So uh, good stuff there. Absolutely. Well, thank you ladies for joining us. Okay. So everyone discover the sequoias.com is the main website. For Tina and everything that's happening in Exeter, go to exeterchamber.com. For Tulare, go to tularechamber.org. And Denise, go ahead. You got to do the, the website. <laughs> Wait, I'll get, I've got my notes. Wait, it is FS for Forest Service. Uh, so fs.usda.gov forward slash Sequoia. And uh, go learn more about the uh, Sequoia National Forest and also the giant Sequoia National Monument. So thank you, ladies, for joining us. Great to Thank be you. here, Lisa. Take, take care. Bye-bye.